are listening to Fit Convos with Janelle and Debbie. This is Janelle Nicole, owner of Cardinal Muscle Performance. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Cardinal Muscle Performance and on Facebook at Cardinal Muscle Performance. And you can find me personally at Janelle Nicole underscore athlete on Instagram. Also, Janelle Nicole on Facebook. But here's Debbie. Hi, I'm Deborah Hammett, and I am the owner of Serious Results Personal Training in Flower Mound, Texas. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Serious Results. On Facebook, Serious Results Personal Training, and then me personally on Instagram, DMZ Hammett. Okay, so on that note, we're gonna hear a message from our sponsors, and then we're gonna get started. Fantastic. All right. Good morning. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Janelle. Yay. Okay, so we're here with our guest Miguel. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Yay. Very cool to be here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. It's it's great. Miguel's awesome. one of our good 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 friends of the studio. Yes. So um. We are all familiar with him and his wife. They're here very often. Katie's here every day. Yes. You just pop in and just do right. guest yeah. celebrity appearances. <laughs> when she yes, drags exactly. me along, he I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> he comes in and hugs and kisses everybody Tell you and what, the, leaves. The, the love that I get here at the at the gym is pretty awesome. So oh, yeah. I don't yeah. mind coming at all. We love you. And you do, like, crazy stuff in the corners. That's good. That's all right. <laughs> like, crazy stuff in the corners. Stop doing it. Okay, so. Is he doing arm wrestling prep? He's not. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know if you've watched or listened. I, to I saw I saw the post, but I hadn't watched that. One. Oh, well, we don't even know when the original one was. No, it might have been one of our deleted episodes. It might be. But <laughs> we randomly discussed arm wrestling in an episode, mm-hmm. and then went way off track okay. doing that. So then we spent an hour afterwards researching the fitness the regimen. Regimen, yeah. Oh. Of well, you drive, you drive an 18-wheeler, and you and you just pull on that right side. Right? <laughs> yes. According to the movies. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah. But in a bunch of different ways. <laughs> so anyway, we updated that on the last episode, so she brought that up then. Okay. It's forearm stuff. I, I'll, I'll arm wrestle left-handed, but my right hand... Not so much. There's just some stuff that just doesn't... <laughs> oh, shit. ...doesn't click. Which is kind oh. of brings us to our topic here. <laughs> exactly. Um, so... Miguel, uh, what what months were they? Um, well, so August was a big month uh, of 2018, and then the second stroke happened in September. Okay, so Miguel is the conqueror of two strokes, and um, obviously one happened in in August. August, yep. and the second one happened in September. September, and um, it's been really awesome to. It's, terrible as it sounds, uh, to witness what he went through and how, what, how the speed of his recovery. And yeah, so I wanted to talk some and bring him on so he could talk about his experience of how fitness made this experience about as positive as it could be, yeah. considering. Because here we are a year later. Yeah, it'll be a year from the first episode um, on August 7th. So August 7th, so we're almost five days, there, yeah. It'll be a year. All right. Okay. So, and you can't, unless you're watching on Facebook Live, which you should be, uh, you can't see, but Miguel's kind of jacked. Like, so he's pretty, he's had, I mean, and you're smaller than where you were. Yes. And so, um, I really liked, oh, we'll get into this later, but I loved your <laughs> physical therapy team. Oh, they, they were, were amazing. So, anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. But, um, tell, tell us kind of about what your fitness regimen was before sure. the first stroke. Yep, so um, there wasn't as much cardio as I do now mm-hmm. because I'm trying to lose weight, but um, prior to the strokes, I was I was the strongest I'd ever been. Not the most conditioned, right. but um, I, would, I would do, you know, three different exercises or three muscle groups um, and then give myself about a week off, so it would be something like, shoulders chest and back for one day and I'd hit it hard and then the next day I would do you know a deck of cards uh so okay yeah Yeah. and just rotate through the same same exercises and just change the reps and and wear myself out for 45 50 minutes okay and then the next the next lift would be leg day and I might jog the next day and then come back with uh, buys and tries. I never really worked core unless I was with Katie or I was here. <laughs> right? You're um, like, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I was in the gym five or six days a week, and 
I, I loved it. It became a passion for both Katie and I. Um, that And that all started back at, at the UFC gym. Okay. You know, that we kind of, you know, when that when that run ended, we we came over here. And I guess we were at the old building in Louisville and then transferred over here. Transferred. When <laughs> so cute. It's like we had to fill out documents and oh, things whatever. like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so, and then let's go into the strokes themselves. Sure. Can you describe which kind of stroke you had? Yeah, it was a, it was an ischemic stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've been comfortable popping my neck since I was 18, and I'm 19, and I started at Southwest mm-hmm. Airlines and started to experience stress. Oh, weird. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> so I would just, you know, turn my head to the side and pop, pop, and then, you know, lifting weights, it became even more prominent and I'd get ready for a heavy bench or a heavy squat and I would crank my neck one way or the other. Well, yeah, it just became part of your warm or not yeah, warm it was but like, your routine getting ready like for that. It was like getting lift. ready to get into the batter's box yeah. or something. Well, yeah, well like it's intimidating like motherfucker's <laughs> about to bench. Yeah, He's boom, like boom. crack his neck at me. <laughs> so fair. No one's going to steal the bench from you after that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my wife and I and the and the kids were on our way to uh, Broken Bow, Oklahoma. We were just chatting it up and laughing and letting the kids watch TV. I popped mm. my neck and it was a weird sound. It was kind of like a like a paper tear, mm-hmm. you know, something like mm. that. It just sounded strange and I thought, well, maybe that's what I needed to kind of loosen up my shoulder and about two minutes later, my ears started to get warm and you know, my, my mouth started to feel funny. Mm-hmm. My right side Right arm, right leg, everything got started to heat up and then got the spiky feeling. And I told my wife, well, I actually yelled at her and the kids. And I said, I need, I need you all to shut up because oh. I, I didn't understand why I was becoming so like hypersensitive to everything. Right. Um, and I said, I don't, I don't think I'm having a stroke, but something's going on. I can't feel my right side. You so. actually said that. I don't think I'm having yeah, a stroke. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm young. I'm in shape. Yeah, there's, for sure. there's no reason for me to have a stroke. Right. At least that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so she says, well, do we need to go to the hospital? And I said, find the fucking hospital. Aww. Right. You know, I, I was terrified. Yeah. So we go to a little hospital there. They check me out. Um, they weren't as thorough as, as I feel that they should have been. So they didn't mm. find what we later discovered was a tear in my uh, uh, vertebral artery. Oh, okay. Yep. So that tear happened. Um, and that, that's been compared to a mini stroke, which is a transient ischemic attack okay um so we spent three days in broken bow Mm -hmm. all i did was relax they gave me some blood pressure medication and said hey why don't you just go to a chiropractor and see if it's maybe a pinched nerve so whatever you were discharged right away from the hospital it was about about five hours katie was terrified i remember Mm -hmm. being wheeled back um in the in the stretcher i guess and and my son said, Mommy, is Daddy dead? Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. And I kind of gave Katie a smile and I was like, raised my left hand. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not dead. dead. <laughs> Still here. But Katie's experience then was, was pretty tough, as I yeah. heard later. She tried to hold it together for four hours that she was away, mm-hmm. you know, and I was in getting tests and scans. And she's not knowing what's happening. Right, yeah, there. she's at Dairy Queen just getting the kids some cake, you know, yeah. just trying to keep them occupied. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, vacation's over. Um, we drive back. I've, I'm starting to gain all my my motor skills back. Okay. And um, went and picked up my dad from the airport. I was actually, I, I drove, which I, I'm mm-hmm. glad nothing happened while I was yeah. driving. Yeah. Yeah, looking back. <laughs> yeah, so... All of us were there, my, my family and my dad. Uh, my oldest daughter wasn't with us, but we were eating at Chili's, and I got back from the restroom, and something hit. You know, I grabbed the back of my neck and uh, grabbed the keys to unlock the door, and I said, we gotta go. I started to feel that same thing again, mm-hmm. so I stumbled out the door, stumbled into the van, and when I get to the van, it's over. Like, it's okay. everything on my right side's gone blank. So the right side of my tongue, my right ear, hmm. um, everything from my belly button to the right, even my, my right butt cheek was done. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, I know. <sighs> so they get into the car, and Katie's going Mario Kart style to mm. get us to Presby uh, Plano, 
and then about five hours later, I was transferred to the ICU at uh, Plano Prison. Okay. So, you this want, is this is still one. This, this is, is that that was the first true stroke. Okay. Um, okay. So the mini stroke happens the seventh. The big stroke um, happened on the eleventh, and. Uh, so I go through, I want to say, between seven and ten days in ICU in mm-hmm. Plano. And then they transfer me up to, uh, I guess, like standard care. Right. And we st- and the rehab journey starts. And it was... Now, that one was not with... You You were with the one that I'm familiar with after the yes. second one. No. Or were you from the start? From, from the start. So okay. I spent time at, at Plano. They tried to rehab me there. Um you know, we we worked on just learning to use a walker with a gate belt and have somebody guide me. I think that's as far as we got there. Okay. Um, so I was maybe taking 12 to 20 steps before I had to go back. And that was, that was eight days in. Okay. I want to ask about your mindset at this point. How are you feeling? What is, what's going through your head? Um... I, when they told me I had a stroke, my, my response was, uh, are you, are you going to let me die? And they said, we don't, we don't plan on letting you die. Um, like, well, I'm glad it's not in the plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, will I chase my kids again? Will I be able to exercise? Will I be able to run? We don't know. Am I going to mm-hmm. have to use a walker? I couldn't tell you that. Well, what what do strokes strokes normally do to a person? It it ranges, you know. So they were all vague answers because yeah. they hadn't done all the tests, and really, even once the tests were done, they couldn't tell me what I would look like. That's kind of both infuriating, but like yeah. good too at yeah. the same time. It was, it was you know, honest. it's not a final answer, right. so it's you know, yeah. There's hope, I guess, yeah. involved in there. Um, Doctor DK was my neurologist. He's he's been terrific. I. You know, see him now every three months, but he he said best case in six months you can be at ninety percent. Worst case, um, you know, we have to keep you on heavy blood thinners and and you might be in a wheelchair. Okay. So, so you've got your he, range. Yeah, then. we got right. got the parameters. <laughs> that is a range. Yeah, indeed. And uh, so. You're such a big family guy. I mean, yeah. we know how much you love your family. We see it right. in Thank your you. eyes and, and in the way that, that you and Katie talk to each other and the way you talk to your kids and everything. So I, I can't imagine how hard it must be to think I'm not going to get to run around and right. play with my kids the way I did. Right. And that, that was a scary part. I, Do you feel like that was your driving Oh, for force? sure. It It was... I have to be able to, to run again, and what what the, what will that, what that will mean for me, because I'd be able to exercise with my daughter. I'd be able to exercise with mm-hmm. my wife. I'd be able to run with the kids, um, and you know, a big thing was, how to, so you you have your kids and they're hip level, <laughs> and you want to be able to just reach out and and shove them and feel their hair, <laughs> right, and. For the first six months of my recovery, there was so little sensation in my right hand, and that was a, f- a fear. You know, am I going to be able to feel my kid's head again, and yeah. and you know, shake hands with them and and box with them, you know, and just do the goofy things that that were always fun. Yeah, and, and that you take, take for granted. granted. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh, you know, you the kids wear you out, or you know, you get you get tired of your spouse, and you're like. I all I want is to be able to drive her crazy doing something, you know, <laughs> making noise with both hands, but I can't right, right. now because I can't even feed I myself. I only have one drumstick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta push your buttons with yeah. one hand. It was it was terrifying. Um, so my state of mind, I was hopeful, but I, you know, I did tell, I did tell Gabby and and my wife that. If something happened and I had another one that left me severely incapacitated, that's not how I wanted to be. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know what was coming. And yeah. and they, they couldn't tell me, no, you're not going to have another one. So that stay was scary. Um, and then 
they told me that medically there wasn't much else they could do for me there and therapy wise they were limited so it was time to transfer over to uh, to a rehabilitation facility so they gave me a list of about eight of them and I saw the one that was closest to home it's right here in town like two miles from my house and I said that's where I want to go and then we started to research what it was about and nothing but good reviews on the hospital so it's eye care in in Flower Mound and uh, I kind of remember some of the trip there it was it was hot it was August <laughs> yeah so I just remember that it was it's a good hot. guess it was anyway right yeah and that I was in my wheelchair and completely strapped down like my arms were strapped down I had every corner of my wheelchair was tied to something I'm thinking this is how I'm gonna go rehab. Like, <laughs> oh my god! You're like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember much about my first couple of days at eye care, but I do remember when I finally came out of all the medications that they had me moving. I mean, with a gait belt and on a, a treadmill with a gait belt, even right. with the suspension machine there. Um, yeah. So that was. That was a story up to eye care. I the end of your first day uh, after the physical therapy and everything, how'd you feel? What was your first impression of all that? Um, the first day that I remember at eye care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I started to feel hopeful. Good. Yeah, because there were there was some muscle memory still left on my left side, so they they kept telling me just. If you don't remember how to do it, just watch your left side do it. And, oh, cool. you know, we even did mirror therapy, right? And huh. that was that was mind-boggling. <laughs> um, but I, I was hopeful. And I want to say by day four, um, I had my, my four-point walker in my left hand, and we went up the elevator, and uh, Stacy was the therapist that day, and... So she, she grabbed the, the walker from me and threw it over her shoulder. And she, said, <laughs> she just kind of put her hand out there. And I was like, I'm not going to use the walker. <laughs> Obviously, so, dude. I'm yeah. holding it. <laughs> so we, we walk over to the to the bedroom, and that's where I was like, oh, I'm going to walk again. I'm going to be able to awesome. walk on my own. Oh, no, this is the videos that I saw of, like, you jumping. Is this where? Yeah, that's okay. that's what I care. Um, so I loved them and Katie was like, oh my God, Janelle, you're going to appreciate this more than anybody else. (laughs) So I'm going to show you these videos because they are so aggressive in their treatment and I loved it and Mm -hmm. I loved seeing it. It was just kind of like, well, if you want to walk again, yeah, you're going to have to fucking walk. You have to push yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it it hurts. I mean, it'd be so easy. I mean, age was on my side. Yes. Um, but prior training was on your side. It would have been so easy to say. This is as good as it gets. Give me my walker and and let's do it. You know, right. that's it. But like I remember Tiny, six foot five, you know. He, oh, okay. He's a big dude. Tiny. Tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this like it's a squat assistance machine, so he was having me squat with one leg and launch. Mm. And just really just jump into him and just try and knock me down. Boom. And he I'd, I'd jump into him again and he'd sit me back down. And try it with the other leg, you know, and I'd kind of fall over and he'd catch me, put me back up, do it again. Um, I love it. I know, I love that. That makes yeah. me so happy. Yeah. We even had a, um, a Mackenzie, or I'm sorry, that, I think that was her name. Uh, she was an observer and they, they put, Tiny had put down some squares, like hopscotch square type things. And so she was having me do like, Step in, step outs, karaoke. I think I saw some of those stuff. videos, mm-hmm. and right. that was that was a little bit further on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they had they had everything. They put they taped uh, diagrams on the wall, just like uh, grids on the wall. They wanted me to stand on my balance on my right foot and use my right hand to trace them, and I couldn't do it. Right, but, I know. But those ideas they they were all applicable and. I mean, all geared towards my recovery. Yeah. Right. And it's all creating the neurological connections again right. that that need to be in place. Right. Just yeah. the fact that you're thinking about doing this, your right. brain's going, okay, we'll, we'll work towards that. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like a kid. Like, yes. no, you can't fucking walk. 
walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't do anything with your right side. Do stuff with your right side. Yeah, and so like you see, and I really like that. You see babies that are are developing those those pathways, mm-hmm. and so they're constantly moving. Right. And slowly they figure out that proprioception. Yes. Um, Good word, by the way. Yeah, thanks. I learned it there. <laughs> learned quite a bit after the whole thing, but um, so they just like one of one of the pieces of advice they gave me was you have to keep moving. You have to do something purposeful with your right hand. You can't let it just purposeful. hang there. Love it. So that's they, they were they were full of great advice, and and they 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 let, they loved me. Yeah. So I'm I mean I see that in. It, their interactions with several of the patients, but that's they awesome. they went beyond uh, their paychecks for me. Oh, that's oh. awesome! Yeah. That's a real testimony right there. Well, yeah, I'm sure having like coming in with a, an attitude of no, I can't do any of this, but I want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. is way better than it's not better than it's easier to work with than someone that comes in thinking that their life is over. Right, I'm sure that's got to be frustrating for them who see results all the time who see people come back from those things and then to have someone that sits in front of them and just well no life is over yeah, yeah. i've seen people worse than you and you're just a beat down so yeah i yeah. guess fine if you just want your arms sit there go for it oh. and there and there were people there that were worse off than i was that had an like an admirable attitude that that drove me and there was one woman there um who was who had both arms i guess it was amputated Okay. Um, so she had two sets of pinchers. Right. Um, and she controlled them with her shoulder movement. Mm-hmm. And she was she was laughing it up. I mean, <laughs> there was nothing slowing her down. So I'm like, I have two hands. And right. I, I can still, I still have to see what it's doing, but I can do stuff with it. Yeah. Right. So if she can use pinchers, I can do this. You know? <laughs> right. So what kind of um, comments did they make or feedback did they give you on your fitness level and how that would have been different if it had been lower. Do they talk about that at all in rehab? Yeah. Um, well, like in the exercises that were involving squats or launching. Or, <laughs> launching, I love yeah. it. That's a great word. Uh, we have moved to launching. We're going to start launching people. <laughs> launching <but>. phase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to assist myself, even as far back as the hospital when I was when I was laid up and getting you know, wiped down from my bath because I couldn't get up. Right. I would have to adjust with my left hand, you know, like grab the top of the bed and pull myself up when I slid down the bed. Right. Mm-hmm. I would not have been able to get comfortable if it was, you know, it was only my wife in the room or just my daughter. You know, they, I would have had to call for a nurse and then they would come in and, you know, maybe grab another nurse and then pull me up. <laughs> okay, yeah. But yeah. Having the strength yeah, at least having, on one side. Having one side <laughs> strong enough to pull me up was good. And then when my That's buddies awesome. were there, I was like, hey, I need you to pull me up. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to do it right now. <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, at eye care, you know, kind of like doing self-assisted pull-ups. You do a couple on your own, and then you might put your leg on a bar or on a chair and just help yourself mm-hmm. out a little bit. Um, one of the things they, were, they promoted heavily was uh, weight-bearing to to start the signals back up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would try to do push-ups and 90% of my weight was on my left hand and my right hand was really just mm-hmm. there to sit and it was you know shaky to do two or three but that little bit of weight bearing was was all the difference. Makes a difference. Yeah, and then being on my knees on a on a bed and popping up and coming back down, you know, those those exercises having strength on my left side, you know, even uh, with squatting, uh, that all made a difference. And then it gave me a reference point, you know, what do I want to get back to? Because mm-hmm. that was my my passion before. You know, I loved working out, and I needed to figure out how that was all going to look, you know, in the future. Without a reference point, I don't know what that would have looked yeah. like or what I would have pushed for. Right. Um, there was... There was a ton of atrophy on my right side. I, you can still see it in my calf and, and my my bicep for sure. But um, it's probably way more noticeable to you than it is to anybody else. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Maybe so. Just not. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I yeah, even after you said that, I'm like, okay, well, let me analyze this, yes. and it's not. 
it's not apparent. Okay. No, Fair I think enough. if you'd be like, <laughs> look at it! Look at it! Yeah. <laughs> Let's get out the tape. Let's measure it. <laughs> but no, it's not. Okay. It's not what you. I. I know what you're talking about. Well, y'all mm-hmm. spoke to some of that, right? That uh, that self-image thing. Yeah, yes. really oh, hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that a recovery like that is obviously fitness plays something in it because you were strong and you, you had developed the musculature, but also you had developed the mindset right. of working hard. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's why we hear about athletes all the time that have you know, their spinal cord severed and right. then they go back into rehab and they're able to walk again. They're able to do these things because they already have a working mindset. Yeah, and it's almost a, a mindset of competition again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was n- I'm never going to be a professional golfer or a professional athlete. So my level of competition was really just against myself. You know, yeah, what right. can I lift this week? Right. And so this was... This was a Super Bowl, you know. Right? Yeah. I get to play the Super right. Bowl now. I gotta beat this shit. So. Right. This is the game. Yeah. Oh, I have been ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, I had something and I forgot what it was. Oh, but it was man. about I know it happens a lot. Um, <laughs> but also learning that discomfort isn't bad. Right. Yeah. Right. I right. think really getting to that point where good things can come from it. So. I think yeah. that means a lot when it comes to people like recovering from stuff. Yeah, and progress is slow. Sure. Yeah, you know you. Yes. You, you're not gonna just your your body's not gonna transform, mm-hmm. you know, without some patience, and you know your your brain isn't gonna redevelop its connections overnight. Now, I had that right. dream too. My my thought was, yeah, you know, I even called my boss um, when I was in Plano. I said, hey, I had a stroke. I'll I'll be back like next week. Oh, yeah, let's talk about how awesome your employer was through this. Because yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, okay, go ahead. So he said, he's like, no, I think we're going to we're gonna pull you for a few weeks, and you're going to just need to update us and let us know. And, you know, my I guess uh, a few weeks later, my thought was, okay, well, when I get out of eye care, I'll be 100%. Because one day I'm going to wake up, and all the spasticity is going to be gone, and all my feelings going to be back, and it's just going to be from one good night's sleep. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And it never came. And that smile, that no or not, it did not happen. That was not it. It did not happen. So that, I had one buddy come up who had just uh, broken his arm, and so he's, he was learning to, I guess, external rotation and internal rotation again and stretching it out. And he said, you're going to have to measure your progress in degrees by the month, not degrees by the day. It's mm-hmm. going to be a slow process. And... And that advice has, has been huge because I will do little, you know, benchmark tests and see, mm-hmm. you know, am I doing this faster than I did a month ago? Yeah, I am. Did so, you ever do stuff like around the house like, Katie, look! Look what oh, I did! Yeah. <laughs> so I took CBD oil, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was been walking around with my arms stuck like this because all of these muscles were so tight. I took CBD oil and it just went, Oh yeah, honey. Did you see that? Look what I did. I'm hanging my arm down, you know. Oh, I love it. But like, uh, let's see, what else have I done? You know, I'd come home with videos that the the uh, trainers would take, um, and touching my nose with my eyes closed—that's oh. a huge deal. Oh, that's yeah. hard. I, I, Without that's hard. having a stroke, I was gonna say that's hard sober. But yeah, that's hard. that was the first thing that. see what else I mean there, there were there were tons of those benchmark moments where you know even just like being able to reach up and touch my fingers together because there's such a loss of or it's so easy to lose where your right hand is I mean I'd wake up some mornings and and think that my arm was here and that I could just move here and scratch mm-hmm. my head but my arm was actually under my oh. leg, and I would have no idea because my mm. leg couldn't feel anything. My right. arm couldn't feel anything. Interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. It thing. is a trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Like I'm here in my body, I think. Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so that brings us kind of to the second, right? Mm-hmm. So tell us, walk us through that. Uh, the second stroke. Okay, so where were you? Let's talk about where were you functionality-wise before the second. 
Um, I was I was doing single leg deadlifts. Nice. Um, it's hard, hard for sober people. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> difficult. I wasn't doing a bunch of them. This was more of a balance, uh, as a neurological exercise. Right. Um, so I'd go down and pick up like a two-pound ball and okay. move it to here and then move a weight back to where that was and then come back up. So that was actually the... All on one leg? Yeah. Whew. On your right leg? Yes. See? Oh, that's look at that. So it, it, it wasn't pretty though. Where are we time? It doesn't out? have to be pretty. What's that? Where are we time wise? Um, so this would have been mid September. Okay, so it's been about six weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was walking on the treadmill. I don't think I was jogging yet. Um, and my my the function in my hand was was coming back. You know, I I didn't have the spasticity that I have now. I, I was. I was much more recovered on, on my right hand. Um, so then September 20th, I woke up um, with the same, it, it sounds weird to say it this way, but debilitating hiccups. Okay. Because where the tear happened, it, well, whatever brain damage I had, it affected the nerve that controls the diaphragm. Oh, okay. That so, makes sense. Um, I, I mean, people were laughing. Like, my family was laughing because I couldn't talk to them. And I go, <laughs> and then I try to say something. Then, <laughs> and it was uh, it was the craziest thing. So I woke up that morning doing that, hmm. and I looked at Katie, and I was like, I think we need to go back. And she's like, What's going on? I said, well, The hiccups are back. And mm-hmm. so we called the the rehab. Uh, we call eye care, let them know I'm not going to be coming in that day because I was outpatient at that time. Drove back to the hospital, and I had actually noticed the day before that I wasn't able to, I mean, I had tried to do so much with my right hand, and I couldn't open the dishwasher with my right hand anymore. Okay. Like, something's going on. And the next morning, I woke up with the hiccups. Did you already know that the hiccups were an indicator? Yes, because they were... They were part of the initial stroke. I had oh, okay. about nine days worth of them. Oh. And the only way they could stop them was with, I mean, some serious drugs. So yeah. I was taking Dilaudid and then muscle oh. relaxers. Yeah. It was it was awesome for the three days that I could enjoy <laughs> it. And then it was like, oh, you, you guys got to stop giving this stuff. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, so the hiccups are happening. We're driving out to Plano again. And immediately they put me back on heparin and do more scans he said yes you you had the clot move again so my right hand suffered the most from that my leg i don't think did i lost distance wise on on my like standards test i lost maybe a couple hundred feet on a six minute walk you know, okay, it wasn't okay. a big deal for my leg but my hand it's it's still a struggle so okay yeah are you still going to rehab just to volunteer Oh, that's the best. That is the best. (laughs) And they'll still work with me a little bit, you know, give me some tips or like there's a, it's called, actually I couldn't tell you what it's called, but (laughs) ready. It's, they call it big. Okay. And it's for, um, patients with Parkinson's. Okay. They come in, these do these big movements. It's almost kind of like Jane Fonda style, you know, choreography, but. There's a lot of like flicking of the wrist and opening up here and stretches your chest out. So they'll let me do that with the patients. Um, and it kind of helps encourage the patient, you know, because it, it is hokey, right? I mean, you're, right. you're going one, two, three. Well, four. that's almost like, um, a, like a more active, fun version of nerve flossing. Yeah, that's right. So that's what it is, right? Yeah. Have you heard of nerve flossing? <laughs> no. So basically it's just movements to like learn like a nerve pathway it's okay. something that they do a lot in uh physical therapy they do it a lot in um uh chiropractors okay Ross, okay. you'll do a little okay. bit of it um but they're like repetitive movements but it's like to open a nerve pathway anyway it's something that they yeah, prescribe that's... so it's like a funner version of it instead of you sitting there and going right <laughs> you, i'm doing I get this to jazz or something <laughs> yeah. and it, it was fun you yeah know, it, we, it, i actually I'd break a sweat doing it because there might be two patients <laughs> coming in back to back, and so I just join in with them, and 
you're next. Yeah. We're doing this. <laughs> so that helped. And, um, you know, there was a, a young man that came in with some uh, uh, neurological, well, a TBI. Okay. Yep. Um, so I got to work with him. They'd pair us up when I was outpatient or actually even recently. Uh, they'd, they'd pair us up and kind of let me lead the workout. So that was part of having a lifestyle of, you know, a gym life. Right. That helped me through. It helped me emotionally. It helped me physically. You know, and I, I kind of led him through through his workout. And, Very cool. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Now, that was right after the second one? Or when did you start volunteering? That was in February. Of I, this I was, year. I was discharged in January from outpatient. Okay. And then you started volunteering right after that, right? Mm-hmm. So then February, that's where we're at. So when, tell us about your 5K. That was in May. I want to say May 18th. Um, so I, I, I wanted to run it as early as February. but And they were like. <laughs> well, I, I realized that cold weather actually made my muscles tense up. Yeah. So to run in February, I would have been a mess. Right. Um, so we were looking at May because... In May, or that that 5K was going to be the the Love Field 5K. Okay. And Love Field is kind of like home court for Southwest Airlines. Yeah. It's right across from our uh, headquarters, and so I figured that that'd be the coolest way to to celebrate recovery was with you know some folks from South. Well, I mean I want to say half of the 3,000 people that ran were Southwesties. Southwesties. They have a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no, don't know that. <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool to be, you know, right by where I work, running on a love field yeah, runway. For so, sure. Yeah. And Katie ran with me, um, Gabby ran with me, and then we had uh, my brother in law and then a few of our friends all join in. So That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. What was your time? It was I wanna Okay, it was thirty four oh one. What? That's really good. <laughs> That's good. And uh, I've I've gotten it down to like thirty two fifty. That's awesome. That's awesome. My first five k I think was forty two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? <laughs> so okay, so that puts us at a year out. So. <sighs> I just have like There's 18 some, questions. I was saying, it's a lot of deep breathing. <laughs> a lot of deep breathing here on the podcast. Um, <laughs> where are you? Okay, so, so I'm from February. You were discharged mm-hmm. in February. Yes. And where were you at functionality at that point? I was I was back at work. So here's some, here's something crazy. And I, okay. I talked to a, pe- a couple guys that had um, uh, one had a heart attack and one just through a, an AFib episode. Okay. And I got from both of them. To uh, confirmation that this happens, it's like your ego takes this huge hit because oh. you don't trust your body anymore, mm-hmm. and you don't know what the what people around you see, or what you know. I, I didn't know what I was. It's a big confidence kick in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, so being back at work was was tough. Processing, you know, the the daily routine was was different. <laughs> it was slower, and I really had to lean on people to say, "Hey, you, you need to let me know if I'm fucking up." Okay. Because yeah. I don't know where where I am, and I might not realize it, right? Right. I, so, uh, physically, I wasn't back in the gym yet. I okay. was still intimidated. Um, I went one time in February with Katie just to get her registered at the same or signed up at the same gym, but I wasn't ready. And I don't. I'm not sure why that was. I think it was because I I had gained so much comfort working out at, at eye care mm-hmm. with my therapists, you know, and like there were doctors right there and mm-hmm. I was scared of what might happen if I got excited or my heart rate got too high, you know, so I didn't go back to the gym until I want to say late March, early April. Okay. And that was because I decided to, to start running and getting ready for the 5k. Yay. Yeah. Was you destroyed? Yes, just, no just joke. Put a note on that. <laughs> um, okay, so then we had the five KMA. Now, where would you say you are, functionality wise, mental state wise? I would say I am. I'm in the single digits of percentage I need to get back. So 
So strength-wise, my back is is where I was before. So military Sweet. presses, um, if those types of movements, pulls. Yeah. So the pulling. Yeah. Motion that, is that has all recovered. That the only thing that makes it difficult is grip strength. So right. when I'm trying mm-hmm. to do out wide pulls or or pull ups, I don't have the grip strength. For okay. It. But um, I would say in, in my chest, I'm about two thirds of what I was before, and I'm okay with that. Right. You know, I'm not going to stop there, but right. Right. I, I did notice, you know, maybe about six weeks ago that there were more muscles firing on my right side when I was working yeah. out. So. There you go. Yeah. So you're still noticing improvements even a year later. Oh, yeah. I can throw a spiral. Oh, you know. fuck. <laughs> That's questionable for yeah. me. I, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, so it's fun. I, I do need to get my daughter out in the front yard. Wait, let's just clarify, you are right-handed, right? Yes, okay. I'm right-handed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Way less impressive if he was left-handed. <laughs> I've always been able to throw a spiral the whole time. But now I can <laughs> throw one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you were saying about one of your kids. Oh, yeah, I, I need to get Gabby in the front yard and play catch, you know, just to... Yeah. yeah. She's going to be chasing a little bit, but... <laughs> okay, I, I want to get that back, you know. You had to do that for her at one point. Yeah, so now that's she true. gets to chase trade her. off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, I would say I'm 95, 96%. There's still stuff that I want to gain back. Yeah. It's higher than 90. Suck yeah. it, doctors. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do they know? What do they know? Um, and I also wanted to give you a chance to talk mm-hmm. about uh, two strokes. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, so um, sure. I guess this would have been shortly after I returned to work. So maybe it was in January. Um, I was thinking, you know, I want to get something like a tattoo or something to represent the struggle because I remember wanting to get something for, uh, to represent my mom's fight with uh, breast cancer. And so in my head, I had a vision of a, a tree with half of the branches missing on one side. And I was like, holy crap, that would actually apply to what I just went through, too. Mm-hmm. And I thought, OK, so maybe maybe get a tattoo with two brush strokes to represent the two strokes that I had. And then I thought, well, I, I have to wear shirts to work and pretty much everywhere I go, so <laughs> no one would see the representation. So I was like, maybe I'll put it on a shirt. And this is all on one drive home, right? So, right. Yeah. Ideas. I'm just You're daydreaming. in the zone. Yeah, I was in the zone, right? Um, and so I thought, I'll put it on a shirt. And I was like, man, there are a lot of people that could wear a shirt like that. I'll make some for some of the guys that I care that are going through stuff. I was like, wait a minute, why don't I just make a bunch of shirts we're still on the drive home yes still on the drive home (laughs) and I'm like I'm thinking Katie is gonna think I'm crazy Uh, but I I really wanted to do this and then I thought man so so many people loved the fact that Katie constantly shared updates you know Mm -hmm. oh it was so helpful it was so helpful she took people through our story Mm -hmm. and I was like man there's power in sharing stories so maybe I can Mm -hmm. do interviews or just you know post different things about people and the progress they've made so I just finished my second interview yesterday. Um, it was the, the mother of uh, Nick, who's a young man that fell uh, 30 feet and dealt with you know, the fallout of all of that. So oh, I wanted, you know, the, the vision of Two Strokes is to kind of develop a community of, of support for people and people that are going through rehab, whether it be addiction you know, or different cancers, brain surgery, you know, brain tumors stroke uh, and heart attacks and and focus on the role of the caretaker because something that I saw was all the attention was on me mm-hmm. um, and Katie was going through the battle too oh yeah, uh, yeah for sure and and I'm sure that's the case for most caretakers they're kind of forgotten um, but they take on as much as anybody else as far as as the load goes you know everything that I did at the house she was now either needing to do herself or finding someone else to do it so and there's the emotional load that goes through. Sure, yeah. Too. Then yeah. that's it's heavy. <laughs> I, I understand what I went through and what I still go through, but I don't understand the that PTSD that she deals with. So that yeah. uh, that's an important highlight that that I'd like to to bring out from these stories. So, and we have maybe we'll have some shirts and caps sold on the way. So yeah. is the is the two strokes when you're interviewing the people? Is this a podcast? Um, actually, I just. I just set up a couple cameras, do the do the interview, 
and then edit it out, and then I'll post it on twostrokes.org and Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Sorry, yeah. way ahead of us. He edits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, editing? Oh. Oh, you're fancy. <laughs> it's not. It, it is a pain. It is not easy, and I'm not good at it either. So. So that was uh, twostrokes.org. Twostrokes.org, yep. And then you had a Facebook page for Two Strokes. Yep. And, and an Instagram is at Two Strokes? It's, yeah, Two Strokes EA. Two Strokes EA. Mm -hmm. Okay. Follow them. Follow them. Also, uh, at the twostrokes.org is where they can buy shirts. Yes. And hats. That's right. They, yes, we're, we're going to be uh, printing out some hats. I guess they'll be embroidered black hats. Um, Very cool. Trucker style. Uh, the two strokes emblem and then two strokes.org underneath. We'll, we're also going to be um, producing some uh, Red Friday shirts uh, for the military. Okay. Uh, what so, is Red Friday? So that it's kind of a, well, I know we do it at Southwest, and I, I've heard other people mention it that they do it at their companies, but um, Red Friday is you wear a red, red shirt or red polo. Um, yeah, we're already there. Uh, and it's it's just to, uh, it's kind of like a memorial or a, uh, a way to honor our military service. Okay. Um, so it'll have a two strokes on the front, um, a flag on the back, and the silhouette of a, a soldier kneeling in front of, a, you know, the fallen boots. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, cool. Yeah. All right. So, so that'll be coming out hopefully in a couple weeks. We'll okay. get it on the website. Yeah, very cool. I love that. Yeah. We might all get a little weepy over this, so warning. But Janelle uh, might get a little weepy. I don't believe I it. Might, Whoa. I might because Bring I want it. to talk about because uh, we've talked about before the support, like how important that is in making any change in your life, whether it be improvement or not doing something or doing something, and how much that affects you. So I want to talk a little bit about your <laughs> support system and what that meant for you and how it like. Maybe it helped you on bad days or whatever. Yeah. No, that, see, I told you. <laughs> Do I need to go get a box of Kleenex? We might need one. <laughs> uh, I'll wait some now. Yeah. So, at the hospital uh, at Plano, we. Uh, I called one of my buddies that had had a stroke when he was in his early 30s, so he talked to me on the phone and let me know what helped him the most, and within an hour he was there. Uh, you know, Katie sent the message out to my, my tightest friends, and some came with bags of chilies, and <laughs> others came with woodworking magazines for me, um, and... We counted them up for hospital visits, and there were over 120 people wow. that showed up. And I do remember being in the ICU, and I had two of my officers from my department, the VP and then a, a managing director, and about 12 of the guys that I work with all in the room in the ICU. And Katie was outside talking to my VP, and she says, she told me that one of the nurses said, who is, who's the guy that they have in that room? Like, everybody's <laughs> coming to see him. And it, He's obviously presidential. Yeah, it blew my mind. It was so humbling, and I, I couldn't thank them enough. Um, they, were, they were amazing, and, and the way that the company, and, and it's not the company, it's the, the personnel. It was the people that, you know, it's not, SWA. It's yeah. it's the people that work for Southwest that were taking donations. I had one woman that I worked with make cookies and sell them and put that into the <laughs> pot that they put together for to help us with our finances. I'm a crier, so um, <laughs> I'm working on it. Trying not to. This is gonna be the long part of the interview because <laughs> there were so many. Um, when I got to eye care, one of my buddies brought a, uh, he, he went to his neighbor and he bought a, uh, a cane. And it was a, a cane that his neighbor made. That's what his neighbor does as a hobby. Oh. He came in, he says, you know, just use it as long as you need it. And I had buddies staying, like sleeping at the hospital 
with me, um, family coming up and, and sleeping at the hospital with me. Uh, Katie has a picture of me sitting with my dad, and I, I think I'm sleeping, and he's just holding my hand. Oh. And there was there was so much good that came from going through this. Uh, I heard from friends that I hadn't seen in 20 years that lived locally, and they, they wanted to make the trip. Um, my buddy Keith and his brother Eric, they came up to a, I want to say it was to a Cowboys game when I was already in outpatient, so I was staying at home. And uh, woke up from a nap, and they were sitting in the living room. I can't say enough. The Katie was in a panic, you know, for the entire three to five months. <laughs> yeah. So she backed into our fence. <laughs> and I do remember her talking. Yeah. So she hits our fence and, and then I hit a fence. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. And so she put it out or I, I think my buddy Aaron uh put out a message to the department that I work with and said, you know, we need someone to cut the grass. We need someone to uh <laughs> we need someone to come help with the fence. And we need someone to come help get his daughter into her dorm. And so, uh, so my director and uh, a couple of my buddies and my brother-in-law came up. They got her in her dorm. And I don't know how many guys showed up to fix the fence. Way more than are needed to fix the fence. <laughs> but they were, they were all, you know, in the dirt and putting up new posts and painting them even though they painted them the wrong color <laughs> we just had a fence back well, the 18th guy yeah. that was there had to do something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we actually had a, a neighbor who lives about a half mile away in Double Oak he would ride his zero turn mower over to my house and he would cut the grass that's awesome Yeah. so we had so much support it was incredible and there's, and there's some that I don't even remember um, you know because I was on heavy narcotics and one, <laughs> one buddy even came to visit at eye care and he was talking to me about what he thought I would remember mm-hmm. I was like did you ever tell me that before he says yeah in Plano I was like you went to visit me in Plano <laughs> yeah I was like I, I'm not purposely forgetting you I, I just I don't remember a lot I went to visit Miguel he's a fucking jerk yeah I'll say in, in February well, earlier than that, I knew that I needed to put together a way to thank everyone. Um, you know, because there were, there were messages coming in from people I hadn't seen in 20 years, you know, on Facebook and on work email, texts, and then those who showed up to, to help or just showed up to talk. And so I wanted to put together something that would... Uh, show how grateful I was so I knew that I wanted to write a song I'm somewhat of a musician right I I write music I write lyrics and go record stuff I hadn't done that in a few years and I didn't know if I'd be able to because I couldn't play the guitar so in May I started to play the guitar again and so I wrote a I wrote a song called Thank You Friend and um got to connect with a guy that I'd put an album together with back in two thousand eleven. I was like, Are you still doing this? And he's like, Yeah, I still do it full time. So <laughs> yeah. So I went joined up with him in early July and then last week and we finally finished like the the final cut of this of this song so it's mixed and background vocals I can't wait to put it out I want to get some video together and kind of make a music video out of it instead of just doing a slideshow but that'll take a little bit of time yeah <laughs> but I, I'd like I'd like to have it out by uh the 11th when the first stroke happened oh my yeah. god yeah can you sing that and then we'll play it sure Oh, oh, like right now? Oh, even more exciting than that in general. You're talking about the song, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think that that was going to happen. I'm excited. Yeah, let's see. You want me to just, just text it to you? It's world premiere. Yeah, just text it to us, and we'll post it on, on uh, Facebook today. Okay. It'll be an yeah. addition. 
Yes, take it to me and then I'll post it. She knows how to do so all that. Send it to you? Yeah. Okay. To you, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you can do it to both. I'm just kidding. Let me think. I don't think I can even post it on Instagram, though. No, I don't, I don't know. Because it doesn't that do works. links no. until you get 10,000 followers. Then you can post um, links in your story. Oh, so I we see. need more followers. We have 100. Because you could put the link in your Fit Combos profile. That's true. We can. We can do a limited edition yeah. Miguel song. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, yeah. good. I thought you meant in general. So that, that's Better. that's my thank you to uh, the support system. <gasps> that's awesome. That makes me happy. It was. Yeah. It was terrific. So we were wanting to have a party like on the 11th, right? But Katie, you know, Katie just had her surgery, so it's really not, yeah. it's not practical. Right. <laughs> we'll just wheel you out in the middle, Katie. It'll be fine. It'll I, was, be fine. I was like, I want to invite everybody that, that, you know, put forth time and effort and prayers, you know, to us and the recovery. And we're like, there'll be about three times as many people as we're at our wedding. So oh. we might have to reconsider. And so... We'll see. We might be a do nice something big later venue. On. Yeah. <laughs> Figure something. Yeah. But that's also a testament to who you and Katie are. Yeah. 100%. I'd say, yeah, she keeps my karma bank full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might be driving and she'll she'll do something amazing and I'll be like, all right. So I get credit for that too, right? Like, <laughs> right, universe? Something yeah. awesome is going to happen to me later. Yeah. It's repaired. It's community right. property. <laughs> Texas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have Texas karma points. All right, well, okay, so just so that we cover the um, foundation again, the organization again. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, just so that we can finish on that note. So that's our last thing. Um, once again, just say all your stuff. Twostrokes.org. Two um, we are also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and the mission of it is is just to keep, it's, it's storytelling. It's to keep people hearing uh, inspirational stories and uh, push a message of hope. And, and recovery and um, just to show that that there are there are folks that can identify with what what you're going through you know on your own whether it's emotional or, or physical um, you know I'm, I'm sure that somebody that I interview is going to be able to identify with what you're going through and it gives us a chance as listeners to to hear people that uh, from people that are worse off that have gone through a more traumatic situation and and show you that there's a possibility you can push through whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. And then we do have some gear, so that, that'll be coming out. <laughs> yes, yay! Very cool. Okay, well, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm this so really happy. Wonderful. I'm really excited yeah. about this one. Yeah, I'm too. gonna, yeah. You have to come back every week. Oh, <laughs> totally. Look at I all those hearts. All of them. I was totally focused on the guy. Oh, yeah, were there questions? Uh, no questions. Looks like people probably lots are just crying. Viewers. Yeah, um, lots of tears are happening. Yeah, and then uh, we need to say Katie that. said, "What an oh. amazing way to start the weekend! Thank you for show seeing his strength and the amazing story and all he experienced." Oh, yeah, yeah that's my wife. We love Katie. Katie, the <laughs> wife. She watched us. So yeah, um, that's good. yeah, that's that's about it. That's all we got here. It yells at us. It starts to glow red. Um, Jessica says, thank you so much for sharing your story. Definitely needed the Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Jessica. <laughs> we, we got some, too. Yeah. Adam was in there. I did not even pay any attention to that. Okay. All right. Well, that's about all we have all for right, today. Cool. Yeah. We'd love to have you on again when yeah, you do something sure. else crazy. I don't know. Yeah, awesome. 400. Maybe you, when you can play live. Like, oh, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> okay. I'll work to that for sure. Excellent. Thank you so yeah. much for coming. Yeah, Thank you, you Miguel. All right. Love lift you. often. Love you. Oh, lift heavy. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Hope you liked the episode today. This is Janelle with Cardinal Muscle Performance. You can find Cardinal Muscle Performance on Instagram at Cardinal Muscle Performance. You can find it on Facebook, Cardinal Muscle Performance. You can find me on Instagram at Janelle Nicole underscore athlete or on Facebook at just Janelle Nicole. And this is Deborah Hammett, uh, owner of Serious Results. You can find me on Instagram at Serious Results and uh, personally at DMZ Hammett. And you can find me on Facebook at Serious Results Personal Training. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a like. Give, give us, us a, a like, listen. Follow, subscribe. Yeah, follow all those good things. We love you. We hope you love us. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hope you liked the episode today. This is Janelle with Cardinal Muscle Performance. 
you can find Cardinal Muscle Performance on Instagram at Cardinal Muscle Performance. You can find it on Facebook, Cardinal Muscle Performance. You can find me on Instagram at Janelle Nicole underscore athlete or on Facebook at just Janelle Nicole. And this is Deborah Hammett, uh, owner of Serious Results. You can find me on Instagram at Serious Results and uh, personally at DMZ Hammett. And you can find me on Facebook at Serious Results Personal Training. Mm -hmm. uh, give us a like. Give, give us, us a, a like, listen. Follow, subscribe. Yeah, follow, all those good things. We love you. We hope you love us. Talk to you soon. Bye.